This is the Insulone podcast, where I, Owen Costello, try to redefine diabetes. In this week's episode, this is one that's close to my heart. Avoiding eating too much crappy food close to bed is hard. Sleeping through the night with high blood sugar and waking up in the morning is also hard. Pick your heart. Pick the one that you want. But before we get into that, everything you hear on the Insulone podcast is from my own personal experience. And if you have any worries or issues regarding your diabetes, please contact a medical professional. Now, let's get stuck into this episode. How's it going? And welcome back to the Insulone Podcast. I hope you're well. I feel like I just kind of shouted there. I apologize if I shouted in your ears. I've just had, well, I'm currently drinking a coffee, so feeling good. I'm, feel, I'm feeling energized and I'm happy you are here to join me for another episode. This is another solo episode because... Graham, I can't even remember if he's said it on the podcast yet, but basically Graham has a house now and he is spending a lot of time doing the house up. So he has neglected the podcast and he has neglected our friendship. And I don't know if we will ever come back from this, but we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, good to have you back. Good to see you. Well, not see you, but good to have you back listening to the podcast. And this is probably will be a pretty quick episode, to be perfectly honest with you. But I wanted to do this episode because there was something that I saw recently, and I had actually seen it a few times on Instagram, and it was like an image. Well, the image is kind of irrelevant, but basically the idea behind this post that I saw it was in relation to health and fitness, obviously not specifically diabetes, but essentially the idea behind the post was choose your hard thing. And the example that it gave was being fit and healthy is hard, but being unfit and feeling unhealthy is also hard. And as I'm sure you can probably imagine, like most things that I see, particularly perspective-wise, I will almost automatically relate them to diabetes and relate them to diabetes management and how that perspective may see itself in our own management or how you may see that type of perspective in your own management. And that's something that I think about a lot. And purely in relation to my own management, I always think of what's hard and what's also hard what's something that is in my control that essentially is not an easy thing to do consistently but i know it benefits me so i'm going to go through a few different examples that i have thought about in relation to something being hard but also not doing this hard thing is harder and the first thing to to kind of look at and acknowledge is the fact that Living with type 1 diabetes is hard. Everybody knows that. Everybody who lives with type 1 diabetes knows that it's a difficult thing to live with. Parents of diabetic children know how difficult it is. Siblings, children of diabetics, friends, partners, they know it's a difficult, a very difficult thing to live with. But if you live with type 1 diabetes, like we go through a lot in this podcast, you truly understand how difficult it is physically, mentally, and emotionally. So it's important to first acknowledge that. Now, 
when I look at these different types of perspectives, I'm just, let, me, let me just jump into them before I start digressing and wandering on. But examples that I've thought of and examples that I kind of want to highlight are from my own perspective. <clears throat> Here we go. Right. Going to the gym is hard. But being tired and unfit is also hard. And the reason why I want to go through these is I want to show you how a different perspective on things can ultimately benefit you. And in my opinion, a shift in perspective or a shift in mindset or a shift in how you think about things with your type 1 diabetes is the most valuable, is the most effective, is the most important. Because if we don't have a solid perspective or we don't think about things in a more, let's call it a positive way with our diabetes, it's very difficult to be consistent with the physical sides of diabetes, whether it be counting carbs, pre and yada, 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 right? So going to the gym is hard, but being tired and unfit is also hard. Going for a, going for a walk every day is hard. But dealing with low energy is also hard. This is one that I preach a lot. Pre-bolusing for your meals is hard. It's annoying. You don't want to pre-bolus. But dealing with high blood sugar for the next one, two, three, four hours, whatever it might be, is also hard. Carb counting your meals is hard. It's annoying. It's frustrating sometimes. But increasing the likelihood of highs and lows from that meal that I've just eaten is also hard. I feel like I'm reading reading a poem or something. <laughs> right? <laughs> we'll keep it going. Proactively managing your diabetes is hard. It's a difficult thing to do consistently. Neglecting your diabetes and feeling the impacts of that negligence is also hard. Harder. Avoiding, this is one that's close to my heart, avoiding eating too much crappy food close to bed is hard. Sleeping through the night with high blood sugar and waking up in the morning is also hard. Pick your heart. Pick the one that you want. Not that it's black and white where if you just do this thing, everything works out perfectly. It's not as simple as that. But you're benefiting your management by making decisions like that. With a hypo, sticking to only what I actually require to treat that hypo is hard. Battling rebound highs, if I don't, for hours afterwards, is also hard. And that's probably, that's probably one of the most difficult things to do when you live with type 1 diabetes. Is it's like having the discipline around your hypo treatment. It's so, so, so difficult. And of course, and we've touched on it here plenty of times before, not all hypos, in my opinion, are created equal. Some hypos, you just kind of dip under that in-range line, and then other hypos, you're crashing really quickly. And some you feel completely different. Sometimes you have a hypo and you just feel slightly low. It's actually hard to try and articulate that feeling. But then, but then other hypos, you feel like you're completely melting. 
We've all had those hypos where you quite literally feel like you are melting to the ground. So hypo treatment may vary, much like insulin. I look at hypo treatment as medication. It's not an excuse to just eat whatever I want. Yes, I have done that in the past plenty of times. But hypo treatment essentially is medication. Just like your insulin. We don't just take a set dose of insulin regardless of what we're doing, what we're eating, et cetera, et cetera. And it's similar with hypo treatment. Hypo treatment can depend on the hypo. But I, I digress. Let's get back to my my hard poem. Right? So avoiding, or no, what did I say? With, with a hypo, sticking to only what you need is hard. Battling rebound highs if you consume more is also hard. So these, as I said, this is just going to be a nice short episode. But these are just examples of different types, essentially decisions that we can make. And what I want everybody to do, and this is what we do a lot inside our Type 1% program, and also what I do with my own management, I, I always try and identify how are my decisions impacting my diabetes management in a positive or a negative way? And if you, it's almost as if you zoom out from your diabetes management. You zoom out from your routine. You zoom out from your nutrition. You zoom out from your day. You zoom out from the insulin that you're taking. Like at least 90% of our diabetes management will come from decision making. Now, I know there are obviously things in our life that impact our blood sugar that essentially we have no control over. I'm not saying that it's all decision based. But so much of it is. And when we realize that, it gives us a lot of power around our diabetes management. And that's what I want everybody to feel. I want you to feel empowered around your diabetes management to know that, yes, this is a really difficult thing to live with. Yes, there are things that impact my blood sugar that essentially I can't control. But having confidence to know that oh my God, there's so much of this in my control. And if I zoom out and really analyze my decision-making around my pre-bolusing, around my carb counting, around my food, around my movement, around my stress management, around my routine, around sleep, a lot of it kind of comes down to the core of what am I deciding to do? Which is an empowering thing because you're deciding to eat X type of food. You're deciding to do X type of exercise. You're deciding to carb count more. You're deciding to pre-bolus more. All of these good things that we go through consistently in this podcast. And what I would say to you, and again, this is something that we, we go through a lot in the Type 1% program, I would recommend having non-negotiables in your day. What is a non-negotiable, Owen? A non-negotiable in this context is something that you do every day that you know benefits you or a list of a few things that you can do every single day, regardless of who you're with, what you're doing, where you are, that you know keep your 
let's call it, let, keep your management grounded to a certain extent. Keep you in control that bit more regardless of whatever you're doing. So I'll give you an example. My non-negotiables are exercise, whether it be a walk, gym, bodyweight workout, whatever. I have to do some form of exercise. I will drink at least three liters of water every day. Very, very, like, I can't think of any time in my life where I haven't been able to do that. Number three will be carb count and pre-bolus. If I can't do both, I will do at least one. I would argue with anybody around the fact that there's never a time where you can't do one of them. If you can't carb count, you can pre-bolus. If you can't pre-bolus, you can probably carb count. Again, it's decision-making a lot of the time. So what did I say? My movement, my water, my carb count or pre-bolus, and with meals, even if traveling, even when abroad, I will prioritize protein and veg as much as possible. Those four things are are examples of my non-negotiables that essentially I can just do any day of the week if I'm abroad, if I'm traveling. I can do them anytime. And the point of having non-negotiables is they're relatively simple. They're not complicated. You know that if they are done, you benefit in some way. You feel better in some way. You feel more energized in some way. And it just literally comes down to me doing it. Simple as that. And I know that with diabetes management, it can be complex and intricate and there's loads of different things that we need to consider around loads of different times, which of course there is. But if you say to yourself, what are my non-negotiables? What are my three to five things that I know benefit me, that I can just do at any point, any day during the week? And there's no right or wrong with these. Like if I was to, if you were to come in inside the program that we have and you were to see a list of everybody's non-negotiables, they're going to be different because people are different. People may benefit more or less from different types of habits, actions, or decisions. So they're unique to you. They'll probably fundamentally be like water, movement, etc., but unique to you. So... I would suggest having, if you don't already, non-negotiables to your day. Three to five things you can do anywhere you are. So that keeps you grounded, keeps you in a good space, energy-wise, and keeps you on top of your diabetes as much as possible. Also, what I'd love to do, if you have non-negotiables, or you're just kind of thinking about it now because I'm saying it, let us know. Message me on Instagram, send us an email to theinsulonepodcast at gmail.com with your non-negotiables because we love to see, obviously, messages coming in, but I love to see how people manage their own diabetes because there's essentially there's no one size fits all. Yes, there are core fundamentals we should follow, but it may be different. So I'm always curious to hear what what other people do and how other people manage their diabetes or what other people prioritize. So let us know if you want to share them with us. We're uh, all eyes and ears. We love to see them. So again, 
pretty short episode. It's actually kind of longer than normal. I usually ramble on longer, longer than expected most of the time. But keep that perspective in mind, like the quote unquote poem that I read out. Generally, you're going to be doing hard things regardless of what they are. Diabetes is a difficult thing to live with. It's a hard thing to live with. But making a hard decision that you know benefits you does exactly that. It benefits you. So like I said, pre-bolusing is hard. But dealing with high blood sugars for one, two, three hours is also hard. I'm not going to read out my entire poem again. Anyway, hope you enjoyed. (laughs) Have a good day. Have a good week. Look after your blood sugars. I will talk to you. I will definitely talk to you soon. We'll see if Graham will. He's probably painting the stairs right now as we speak or whatever you do with the stairs. Anyway, (laughs) take, take it easy. Have a good one. Take care of yourself. We love you. Goodbye.